Hi, friends. Molly here. The Brains On crew is hard at work on our next batch of episodes, and we'll be back in your feed on January 16th with an electrifying episode about lightning. Stay tuned. Until then, I hope you'll consider checking out our history show, Forever Ago. It's hosted by our friend Joy Dolo, and it looks into the fascinating past of things we take for granted. In fact, Joy invited me to come on the show to share the origin story of Superman that you've probably never heard. Let's take a listen. In a world where history is always happening, where donuts are good and mayonnaise is disgusting, one woman dares. One weird woman dares to host a history podcast. Aluminum, linoleum, aluminum, linoleum. A podcast that is more powerful than a locomotive. Faster than a school bus on a Monday morning. (sighs) Slow down. Wait, please. Hold the door. And more factual than your uncle at the dinner table. I'm telling you, Bigfoot is out there, and I know, because I saw him! One strange woman, along with her trusty co-hosts, will bring you a brand new batch of episodes, where they explore topics like Thanksgiving, libraries, and gum. Look how big I can blow my bubble gum. Aaliyah, (laughs) look at me! Are you watching? Aaliyah! One woman who is desperate for attention... Hey, Aaliyah, look look at me, Aaliyah, 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 Aaliyah. Will use her special superpowers to chart the uncharted. Superpowers like reading really fast. If your daddy's name is Jim and if Jim swims and if Jim's slim, the perfect Christmas gift for him is a set of slim Jim swim fins. (sighs) Drinking really spicy soup. That's soup er spicy. Get it? Soup er soup? And pulling the popcorn out of the microwave at just the right time. And done. Joy, hold on. These aren't special superpowers. These are just weird things that you're good at. I know, but I wanted to make a trailer because you do that dramatic movie voice so well. Maybe that's your superpower. We are both super. Let's end this really dramatically. Let's do it. Never a bore, uncovering lore, two plus two is four. It's time to explore the before. Hello, you're listening to Forever Ago from APM Studios. I'm Joy Dolo, and my co-host today is Aaliyah from Tennessee. Hi, Aaliyah. Hi, Joy. I'm so happy to be back. Aaliyah, in honor of the first episode of our fourth season... Hooray for us! Hooray, indeed! I've decided to create a superhero who has all the powers of a Forever Ago episode. Ooh, so they're super curious? Yeah, and super smart. Also, they have x-ray vision to see into the dusty, forgotten corners of history, and super strength to carry all these books I checked out from the library for research. Oof, heavy. I love it. What's the superhero going to be named? I'm thinking forever a girl. Mm, or, or maybe the Fantastic Four ever. Or a history podcast for kids and families, woman. Mm, 
doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. That it doesn't, no. Mm -mm. Hi, friends. Oh, hey, it's Brains On host Molly Bloom. What's up, Molly? Well, I couldn't help overhearing that you're trying to create a brand new superhero. Molly, we've talked about this. The eavesdropping. But Joy, I can't help it that I have such excellent hearing and that you talk so loud. It's true. My mom just texted me from the parking lot with a suggestion for a superhero name. She heard us all the way through the building's double-paned windows and her super-thick windshield. Okay, fine. It's actually pretty special, come to think about it. Let's add super loud voice to my list of superpowers. So your superhero has lots of cool powers, but what's their origin story? Well, um... You see? It's actually... Uh, what's an origin story? Oh, Aaliyah, I'm so glad you asked. An origin story is the story of how your superhero came to be so gosh darn super in the first place. Ooh, fun. Okay, let's start brainstorming. How about a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Oh, I've heard that one before. Uh, I've got a super original one. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. I'm pretty sure I've heard that one, too. What if you look to your own stories for inspiration? Oh, I don't know. I'm just a normal, super talented and charismatic podcast host. Not sure if that translates into a superhero. Well, what if I told you that the very first superhero was created and inspired by the lives of two regular kids in the 1930s? I'd be very interested to hear that story. Well, that's great news because that's what this episode is all about. Wait, did you say the very first superhero? That's gotta be... Superman! Superman. That's right. Superman was the very first costume superhero. If you like Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, Batman, or any other caped, masked, or spandex superhero, you have Superman to thank for paving the way. Superman! He wears a tight blue shirt and a pair of blue tights with a red pair of underpants on top. He has matching red boots and a long flowing red cape. Emblazoned on his chest is a giant red S. His powers are super strength, super speed, laser eyes, freezing breath, and he can leap tall buildings in a single bound. Born on a distant planet, he was sent to Earth as a baby and raised by a kind human family. In order to live a normal life, he hides his super self behind another identity, that of Clark Kent, a shy, nerdy reporter at the local newspaper. No one knows he is Superman. Wow, chills. So good, you two. Thanks. But how was that story inspired by two normal kids? Were they aliens? Oh my gosh, they were aliens? From Krypton? Um, no, not aliens. They were Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, and they lived in Cleveland. Cleveland? They lived in Cleveland? In Ohio? Not sure that needs the same astonishment as the alien idea, but I like your enthusiasm, Joy. Yes, Jerry and Joe lived in Cleveland. They met in high school there in the early 1930s. 
In the early 1930s, people didn't have computers or cell phones. Right. There were phones that plugged into the wall. They had a base with a round dial and a piece you held in your hand and put it up to your face. One end for your ear, the other for your mouth. There were no TVs or video games, but there were magazines and newspapers and radios and movie theaters. It was also the beginning of the Great Depression, a time when many businesses were struggling and it was hard to find jobs. A lot of people didn't have much money. Absolutely. And both Joe and Jerry's families struggled to make ends meet. The two boys helped where they could, and in their free time, they threw themselves into their passions. For Jerry, it was writing, and specifically, writing science fiction. He was always churning out stories. Antares was a cruel and unyielding world to any soul unfortunate to land there. And for Joe, it was drawing. He would pore over the Sunday comics that came in the weekly newspaper. Inspired by the gorgeous art, he'd draw for hours. Now, as anyone who's been to school knows, you're often alphabetized by your last names. Definitely in the yearbook, but maybe your locker or your desk, too. Well, Jerry and Joe found themselves alphabetized together. Hi, I'm Joe. Joe Schuster. And I'm Jerry. Jerry Siegel. They realized they both loved reading science fiction magazines. Hey, Joe, I gotta show you this thing I wrote. I have a few sketches you might want to see. They quickly became best friends, and pretty soon, also a writing team. Jerry described it in a later interview as... When Joe and I first met, it was like the right chemicals coming together. Okay, so it's always wonderful to meet a friend who gets you, especially in high school. But Molly, where is my superhero inspiration? I need help with my origin story. Yeah, origin stories don't grow on trees, Molly. You're right. You're right. Okay. So when Joe and Jerry met, they realized they both loved sci-fi and they both loved to tell stories. So they teamed up. Jerry would write the words and Joe would create the images. And then they came up with Superman? Not quite yet. The first comic strip they made together was called Interplanetary Police. Let me guess. It was about police who fought crime in space? 2,000 years hence. Fantastic aircraft star overhead. It is the year 3000 AD. With interplanetary travel came a new menace space pirates. And in their wake, policemen of the sky. They were still figuring it out. While they were in high school, they printed a magazine called Popular Comics, full of comic strips the two created together, such as the comedy duo Snoopy and Smiley. Smiley, when that lady dropped her handkerchief, you permitted her to retrieve it herself. Now why didn't you pick it up? I had one of my own. There was a Tarzan parody called Goober the Mighty. Goober slips and falls. The bee zooms down for the death thrust. Will the princess be too late to save Goober? Of course she won't. Next, Goober's Revenge. And there were lots more. Inko. Public Pests, Louisville Lil, Gloria Glamour. I could go on, but I won't. I was going to ask how that went for them, but since I haven't heard of any of those comic strips, I'm guessing not great. Yeah, people weren't buying popular comics. I do appreciate that name, though. Definitely trying to manifest their dreams through words. Like if I started calling myself Chili Cook-Off Winner Joy, or Olympic Gymnast Joy, or Beyonce-Level Famous Joy. 
But then, in 1933, before their senior year of high school, Joe and Jerry came up with the idea that would make them famous. Superman! Finally, the origin story! The way Jerry told the story later in life makes it sound like something out of a dream. Here's how he remembered it. The air was still and heavy. Clouds drifted past the moon. Up there was wind. If only I could fly. If only. And Superman was conceived. Not in his entirety, but little by little throughout a long and sleepless night. As the legend goes, Jerry plotted out this new character's story and rushed over to his friend Joe's first thing in the morning. They sketched out a pitch for his new comic idea and sent it to some comic book publishers in Chicago. And then, overnight success. Superman cereal, Superman lunchboxes, Superman underwear. Um, no. The pitch failed. We were both so mad. How could they look at such brilliance and just cast it aside? How could they? Well, the comic wasn't quite there yet. It was a bit rushed and missing some of the crucial elements we would come to know as important parts of the Superman backstory. A lot of that would come when Joe and Jerry added a little bit of their own backgrounds into Superman's origin story. To hear the rest of the episode, including an interview with my grandpa, search for Forever Ago wherever you listen to Brains On. I hope you enjoy it. Again, that's Forever Ago, a show where we explore the before. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back next month with more Brains On. Bye. Brains On.